Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. The strong, the powerful Alina Trigub has returned to Money Savage. Welcome back, Alina. Thank you, George. It's exciting. I am really happy to be here for the second time. Thanks for inviting me again. Yeah, glad to have you back on. Alina is the managing partner of Samo Financial, real estate investor. She's a coach, a speaker, and a connector. Again, excited to have you back on. Alina, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Absolutely, George. Uh, I started my business with the sole purpose of helping other people build their wealth passively and uh, be able to diversify outside of the typical Wall Street products like stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Um, We've uh, offered our investors in the past to invest in real estate opportunities, and we still do that. But in addition to that, we've started offering our clients to partner with us on opportunities outside of real estate. So it's still in the alternative investment space. It's still completely passive, um, but it now allows to further diversify your portfolio beyond Wall Street and beyond typical real estate. Got it. So when you say alternatives, what are what are some examples? Um, so. The first example that comes to mind is an ATM uh, fund opportunity where um, our investors would invest with us in the ATM fund where um, we partner with an operator that buys ATMs um, in um, very high traffic driven locations. Uh, So they buy physical ATMs um, that have a typical lifespan of um, about five to 10 years. Um, and so the fund typically lasts anywhere between five to 10 years. And during that time, they buy the ATMs and uh, based on the traffic generated, uh, they generate the returns. But the clients are offered more or less steady um, return in that investment. And it's offered on a regular monthly basis. So a lot of folks that are looking for that monthly residual income are really driven to this kind of product. Interesting. So this is obviously the major banks will have ATMs at their locations and then other locations, but these are just independent ATMs? These are independent ATMs that are uh, bought by our operator and managed by the management company that's been in business for, I think, a decade at this point. Yeah, and we're typically in in, um, larger cities, locations uh, that are very high traffic driven and not necessarily car traffic, a lot of food traffic as well. Got it. All right. And so when you say it has a lifespan of five to 10 years, does that mean the actual physical ATM before it needs to be replaced? Um, That's more related to our fund itself. Uh, So the the fund um, operates anywhere between five to 10 years, uh, depending on the project. Each project is different. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, how long it takes um, for us to, to um, work within the fund. Uh, but in terms of the investment itself, typically 
the investors um, receive the funds back that they invest with, with us um, roughly in about four, four and a half years back. So they, that, this is the time that takes to receive the funds back. And during this time, they're obviously um, receiving those funds in the form of dividends. But then after the four years, they start accumulating uh, the additional income on top of it as well. Got it. Okay. So the, I mean, I'm just going to guess that I assume that every time somebody uses the ATM, there's a surcharge and that's how, that's how people make money. Correct. Correct. So, so the, the fund uh, operates all of these ATMs, obviously, and does the calculation site. And then based on that, uh, we determine the return for investors. But, you know, it's not something that I can discuss here, sure. but I, more than happy to discuss with folks on an individual basis. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, okay. That's very interesting. I've always always been kind of curious about that. So, um, but how much how much money is kept inside ATMs? I don't know if there's an answer to that question or if that's a secret. Uh, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not something I would be able to discuss. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Always kind of curious about that. So, of course. Anyway, <laughs> anyway more okay. Than our wallets can, more than our wallets can carry. Yes, well. yes, clearly. It has. There's more money inside the ATM than is currently inside my pocket. So, got it. All right. Well, I think that's certainly an interesting thing. And if people want more information about that, they can they can reach out to you. Are there other kinds of alternatives that, that y'all are working with right now? Um, that's one of the main ones uh, for now, but I mean, there, there are always other alternatives and opportunities. I mean, alternative investments in general um, is a huge world. There are things like um, oil, gold, um, I mean, there are some litigation services that could be also considered an alternative so there are plenty of things so sky's the limit essentially um and and we're always looking for new projects and opportunities and ideally the goal is to find opportunities um that are less uh, economy and recession driven and more related to the day-to-day life so we can find something that's I don't think there's anything that's recession, um, co- completely recession-free or recession-independent, but something that's recession-resilient in a way where um, we know that the project will be ongoing and it will be generating cash flow regardless whether we are in a recession or not. So that's the goal, and that's what we're trying to look. And if if you know if there are still potential hits, uh, what we're looking for is to make sure that if, if there are those risks, how the risks mitigate it. If there are ways to mitigate the risks um, during the downtimes, then those are typically the projects and opportunities that we are pursuing and then um, offering our investors to join us on. Oh, got it. Well, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Is probably no way to totally have a recession-proof investment, like you were saying, uh, but if you can find ways to to decouple it as, as, as much as you can so that just because the stock market goes down or, you know, and really I don't think anybody really knows why the stock market's doing what the stock market's doing when the economy is struggling, but that's a story, story for another day. But certainly people are always going to probably be using things like ATMs and you're always on the lookout to find different opportunities that people are always going to be using no matter what. So I appreciate that. So, so back to your bread and butter. Um, 
which I know is helping people to, to become real estate investors and to, again, get away from traditional Wall Street type investments. Do you have a, and I'm always curious because I talk to a lot of people on the show about different kinds of real estate investments and all of them seem very interesting and there's so many different ways to do it. Do you have thoughts on how somebody should be thinking about narrowing their focus and choosing what kind of real estate investment to be making? Sure. As a matter of fact, um, I have recently put together a training which is now offered on udemy.com uh, and it's I- exactly on that area. It's how to choose a specific real estate investing niche. And it, while it's not going to tell, tell you, hey, you have to become a flipper or you're going to be a buy and hold investor who buys single family houses, but my training will help you to narrow your focus and determine uh, for which real estate investing niche or which of the niches you you have the skill set and where to apply that best skill set to uh, and it will also help you determine um, not only that but also your your bandwidth and your timelines and how to apply um, all of those specific areas and skill set and your particular um, in your particular case to determine which real estate investing niche uh, fits your profile as of right now best. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate that. So w- what are really some of those key variables? It's probably the amount of money that I have on, on hand, the amount of time that I want to spend. What are some of those? It's all of the above, George. It's uh, where you're at in life, uh, whether, let's say, you're single or married, uh, what are your plans, what are your hobbies, uh, what are your career goals, whether you're a business owner or a W-2 employee. So it's taken all of that in mind as well as uh, your mindset because um, just like, you know, in real or personal life, I mean, in, in business or personal life, um, mindset is really, really, really important. So we're helping people to put them in the right set of minds to be able to determine where they want to take it and uh, what would be the best niche for them uh, with that mindset in mind. Yeah, and certainly what we've been going through in 2020 and uh, and who, who, who knows for the foreseeable future, um, you know, mindset is always extremely important, but I think that this has been a time for people to be able to maybe take a step back and, and reevaluate things and say, okay, maybe I am interested in changing gears and maybe I am interested in in becoming a real estate investor or just diversifying how I'm spending my time and making money. So that's probably a pretty timely thing. Yeah, no, I, I think it's very, very important these days to uh, have the right mindset. And just for those that think that you can switch it overnight, um, no, it, it's not going to work like that. To build a specific mindset uh, takes a while, but uh, you can get there through reading books, doing exercises, and just being surrounded uh, by, by the right folks and being in the right environment. That's really, really important. And I talk about all of those components um, and make specific recommendations in my training as well. Nice. Appreciate that. So how have you been handling 2020? How, how has that been from a mindset standpoint? How do you think about adversity? Because certainly I know that it, it, it impacted my, my business and it caused me to 
to change gears in certain areas and focus, refocus on, on different things? How, how, how has it affected you? Yeah, no, absolutely. And thank you for that question, George. Um, for, for me, a, a lot have changed. Well, number one is obviously the health and well-being of uh, my family is the most important. And thank God everyone's healthy. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, but it also gave me an opportunity to spend a lot more time with the family for which I'm very, very thankful for. And uh, while we may have been um, limited in what uh, we're able to do and where we're able to go, um, you know, especially in the early stages of COVID, uh, but spending that additional time with the family members and really being able to see the world through completely different lenses um, has made me realize how important it is, you know, to continue um, working on it, those family relationships because, you know, we're all humans and when you spend uh, more than usual time with other people in the same location, it, you know, it, it can uh, get to you in one way or the other. And so by, by working on yourself and being able to set certain boundaries and understanding each other um, helps you to improve and strengthen those relationships. So I'm really grateful for this time, grateful that everyone's staying healthy and I'm praying that, um, you know, really happy to see the curve constantly going down and I, I really hopeful that the curve will continue to go down for everyone. Um, until we get that vaccine and people can start using that vaccine, hopefully before the year end. Yeah, a lot of a lot of important stuff there. I mean, it's an opportunity to be spending more time with family and loved ones, but with that opportunity and with that increased time and and distance, being a little closer, probably it's important to have boundaries set up and have expectations set um, because certainly we can. We can get under each other's skin. I know I've been, you know, when we were sheltering in place and not leaving the house for two or three months, it was me and my wife working in our bedroom and our two boys and my mom and the rest of the house. So, uh, and, but I think that it helped to bring us closer together. So I appreciate yeah. everything you just said. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. We're all humans. We're all going through this. Yes, exactly. Well, Alina, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Love it, George. Uh, I think uh, number one priority is to respect yourself and take care of yourself. Again, um, things uh, can be a lot worse, but if if you take care of yourself, your your well-being, your health, and you know your your overall um, well-being, then you you will be in a much better place. Uh, moving forward and you'll be able to help and impact a lot more people by putting yourself in the right set of mind. Like that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. And Alina, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can they find the course? Give me all the information. Sure. Uh, Savage Nation can find more about me on either my website, samofinancial.com, it's S-A-M-O-Financial.com, or on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. Uh, my course is published on Udemy, and I can send you the link uh, to that course, George, and uh, if you want to publish it in the notes. Uh, but I believe the exact name is 
I don't remember the exact name, but it's something about how to find your real estate investing niche. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Alina your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to samofinancial.com. It's S-A-M-O financial.com. You can find Alina on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and I will link to her Udemy course in the notes. Thanks again, Alina. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.